Welcome to Stop Back and Roll, a podcast about can you believe we've been doing this for two years, Brandon? It's crazy. I'm James. And I'm Brandon. Today we're going to be talking about the fact that we've been doing this for like 50 episodes. It's wild. It's blowing my mind. Hi, listeners. Brandon here. Uh, I just wanted to check in ahead of time because this episode has some really in-depth spoilers for the 2003 movie, The Italian Job. Uh, We don't want anyone to be surprised by that kind of content. We know it's not normally the kind of content that we have. And so we just wanted to kind of keep you updated first. Uh, Thanks and enjoy the show. Boy, that was loud. loud. All right. All right. So, James... Happy second podcast anniversary! Yeah, yeah, I can't. We were just saying uh, how it feels like we just did this. Yeah, uh, yeah. but nope, that was a year ago. That was a year ago, which is crazy. Yeah, um, I mean, technically, it'll be oh two years this Thursday. Okay, um, so two days after this airs. Two after days after this airs. So don't. So if you've already popped your champagne, yeah, uh, put that put pop that back, back right in. <laughs> repop it, um, repop it this Thursday, yeah, and, and pour one out for us. Exactly um, for podcasts that can't be with us anymore. We're canceled. But and this is also episode fifty. Yeah, which is crazy. I yeah. mean, mathematically, that mathematically that, that pretty really, much lines up. It but, checks uh, out because um, we've got theoretically twenty six episodes a year. We take one off. Uh, yeah. And, oh, um, do you want? Did you want to talk about the Patreon thing? Sure. So I think we, we we talked about this at the beginning of the year, and yeah. we dragged our feet a little bit. But this is one of the reasons why I wanted to like take some time off last uh, last episode, so I could really like nail this down. We are for reals. When you after you've listened to this episode, um, probably by the time you listen to this episode, we are going to have launched or like relaunched a new Patreon. Yeah. Um, uh, just updating some stuff. Like we do another podcast now that the Patreon says literally nothing about. Yeah. Um, we wanted to come up with some new goals, some new uh, some new rewards because some of the rewards we came up with kind of like mechanically didn't work. Yeah, the, they were <laughs> for game designers. Geez. We should have thought about the inputs and outputs of our rewards. Oh and my how god, they wouldn't line up super well. Yeah. Um, and so as we were growing, I was feeling increasingly like self-conscious about some of those things not happening. So we wanted to come up with some new things that will happen. Yeah. And we wanted to like re, re- just readjust. Um, so hopefully no one will like feel offended about the things we've changed. Um, I think if anything, the rewards are getting better because they'll be present. Yeah. There, and, there are things we can do. More. And, and mostly it's all about just us being open about like, you guys are helping us fund this thing we do and us being open about what are we doing with that money and how can we yeah. use it to make this thing better? And um, especially setting some more uh, goals for growth of the network because we have, uh, I think our last goal was that, was that like a third of where we are right now? Yeah, it was inconceivable to us that we would ever get more than $50 a month. Yeah. I think I, that was like our stretch I don't even know if there goal. is a $50 goal. There might not be. Because I, I vaguely remember us having a conversation where we went, oh, we're at $45. We should make a $50 goal. <laughs> yeah, you're goal. right. The, the <laughs> highest goal we, that we conceived of was $20 a month. And that really seemed so far out of... <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah. one-fifth of where we are. Because that was our, like, 
at twenty dollars a month, we like pay for like the the Patreon pays for our hosting. And yeah, everything. which we kind of didn't think was going to happen. No, so no, it's this. I I know that that there's tons and tons of podcasts that are like, hey, we we've both retired from our jobs and everything is being paid for, and we never thought this would happen. We never thought that we would not be paying for hosting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we got some of that sweet internet money. Yeah, uh, and here we are. We're making a little bit more than what we need to host and yeah. and host a second podcast and buy some equipment and stuff. Yeah. Um, hopefully bringing you, like, I went back and listened to do this podcast, to do some prep. I went back and listened to some older episodes. And, man, were some of those early episodes not great in yeah. terms of the audio quality. And so I'm so glad that, like, I feel really, con- like, for all things considered, I feel pretty good about our show. But I feel really good about the way we sound. So, and those those funds that have gotten us to where we are now are also going to be helping to start into new projects because I know I've got one that I want to. I know James is going to hate me. James is already <laughs> getting ready to glare at me, but I want to start it in a month that begins with J. All right. All yeah. Right. <laughs> it's so it's either coming up or you got to wait until January. Yeah. Um, but so uh, so we we did so we also this is a big episode and we wanted to do some yeah. cool stuff and so we kind of talked to some people we talked to some people we talked to some people about what you guys wanted to hear and most of our feedback recently has just been people saying like we don't like we like the episode three just kind of like do some game design and yeah. so uh, we kind of got a lot of our big uh, like big picture brainstorming episodes out of the way early on and I'm sure we'll still do some of those but we're gonna probably probably focus on like this is our year of like getting stuff done yeah and we had said that we wanted to circle back around and focus on some of our earlier podcasts and and look we do a lot of throwing ideas out yeah and so it's nice to kind of circle back and work on those things because like you brandon do a lot of stuff for passion yeah Um, i'm i'm currently i've finished going through the basic moves uh for my first my first post ashcan draft and uh, it ruined all of the playbooks and half of the mechanics. <laughs> and that's perfect because that's exactly what it was supposed to do. Yeah. But so you've got that personal project. And yeah. I do a lot of editing for this project and for Protean City. Mm-hmm. And so it's nice to have time to like, we don't always get to go back to like something we threw out as a concept in a in like the fourth or fifth episode of the show. Yeah. And so to like plan that and come back to it is really nice. So what we're going to be talking about is Dungeons and Dragons. No. Yeah. <laughs> Joking. And so we, re- so I reached out on Twitter, and I sort of said, like, "Hey, do you want to see us? Like, okay, we we get that, like, what people want from a big like fiftieth episode is some more game design. So, do you want us to like come up with something new and work that through, or do you want us to like go back and revisit something old? And we and we got we got a, a lot of overwhelming support for going back and visiting something old. Yeah, it's just something that I've always I've wanted to come back to for a while. So yeah, this is a good excuse. James, what are we revisiting? Um, so we are going to revisit what we have sort of like tentatively been calling race engine or race car engine. Um, the race engine. The race engine. We just call it the race engine RPG system. Yeah. Trerps. And then we're we're all good. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, we have champagne. I don't know if we mentioned yes. that. Yes, we have champagne. We also have some delicious... Uh, Cupcakes from Wildflower Confections, which is a little bakery near us that that totally needs our plug to our enormous <laughs> Connecticut-based uh, following. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, okay, I re-listened to this episode recently, okay. and I want to just run down what we were thinking about when we talked about this episode first. Or do you have something else you want to Oh, do? I was just going to say I didn't re-listen to it. Okay. Um, I kind of sat down and I went, 
if I was building today, what would I build? And yeah. I figured we would meld those ideas. Cool, cool, cool. So, so for those of you who have not listened to that episode recently, like or Brandon. at all, um, we, the concept of this was that we would build some kind of a framework to play a racing game, mm-hmm. in air quotes, um, that you can't see because this is audio, but uh, but that that was, should cover pretty much everything from Speed Racer to The Fast and the Furious to Pod Racing to... Wacky Racers. Wa- wacky Racers. Um, so everything from really like gritty, like early early Fast and the Furious, um, where we're do we're talking about street races to like the goofiest pod racing or speed racer stories, where we've got cars that have engines and like jump legs and special yeah. effects and stuff like that, and because that they all sort of had a core of unity between them. Yeah, and that was that they are about someone who is driving fast. Because you gotta go Room. fast. You gotta go fast. Um, but that at their center, they are about family and found family and groups of people working together uh, to achieve a goal, like like an adventuring party, really. <laughs> Which, when you're saying that out loud, I'm now thinking of pod racing and wacky racers, and that is not what those are about. <laughs> but that just might mean that we need to adjust kind of where we're landing with some of this well but but if, i mean if you wacky think racers about, has teams Pod racer has teams yeah i don't really know wacky racers all that well you don't know wacky uh, racers? myself a little bit but oh, james i'm so sorry your childhood was was rough <laughs> but but even but like there are the like yeah the pod racer uh there is a team there's a group of jedi who are trying to help this kid win a race spoilers um and uh and and win this kid's freedom or whatever and, yeah, and uh, it's the same with Wacky Racers, that there's a group of Jedi trying to help Muttley to earn his freedom. Sure. Yeah. And Th- that really killed with people that watched Wacky Racers. Great, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just letting um, you know. And and that sometimes that may take the form of like Speed Racer, where there is a big team mm-hmm. of people who are all working together to make the Mach 5 the best car. Yeah. And to help like Speed Racer do the thing that Speed Racer does of winning races and fighting bad guys and, and yeah. saving the day and being a cool family. But it also may be like Fast and the Furious, where they are sometimes literally a family, sometimes a, a spiritual, like a, a community family. James, they are literally a family. Don't you dare. <laughs> and uh, and that's and that they are more frequently all racing in their own cars, but they're yeah. they're doing it as a group to achieve a goal. Yeah, to work for some drug lord to sneak into the into Mexico to find someone's child and I so don't, that they can the, play cartel. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. think there is a human alive who understands a plot of a, fan, a, a Fast and the Furious movie, but <laughs> the, I understand that it has the cars. First and, Fast and the Furious movie had a pretty clear plot <laughs> and someone in the family is really a cop yeah you have to figure out who it is uh and the more that i've been looking at this kind of on my own time the more i kind of like that second space where you have more people racing yeah I think that's um good. i think that's a really fun place to put it i do i do want to call out real quick that since we did this episode, mm-hmm. um, I've played a Powered oh, by the Apocalypse yeah, racing right. game. Um, it's called Atitlan Riders. It is by Garrett Reininghouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is about... This is, this is kind of an awesome concept. It's the Fast and the Furious plus the tuk-tuk uh, mm-hmm. cars. Like the little... Like, 
cars that they have in like i I think uh i think it's specifically set in guatemala it is basic (laughs) it's it's fast and the furious with tuk-tuks it's and it's a lot of fun i enjoyed the heck out of it i i uh drove my tuk-tuk into a lake and hit someone in the face with a baseball bat and it was everything i wanted it to be nice nice. yeah it's definitely that's something that the game we talked about should do yeah i agree um but i think that there's a possibility that we are divergent from Garrett in that I think we want to focus more on the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the thing we had, so let me just like run through some things. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. um, So we had talked about, (laughs) we talked about having the race kind of be the focus Mm -hmm. and that, that the language that these kinds of racing families speak, like the way that they, they achieve goals, the way that they do things, the core move, if this were a PBTA game, is racing right when they need to like when they need to achieve when they need to get more money they race when they need to like bring people back together they race when they're angry at each other they race and so I that, love the genre so much. It's and so, so and so, racing is the center of everything. Yeah. And so that we wanted that we wanted to have like uh, a game where you might be working up to the big race that is yeah. like the finale, but that individual episodes also, also always races. had races. Mm-hmm. And so that and so that was that we wanted to have social scenes that help uh, establish momentum and pole mm-hmm. position and stuff like that that affect the race. Yeah. Where you're having those social scenes. We had talked a lot about checklists. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still very pro. I'm big into checklists. Check and that yeah. those were kind of inspired in a weird way by reflections with the idea being that you would have a checklist of things that say like, if you achieve this thing in a social scene, you get to check this box and get an extra die or some benefit. Benefit. Benefits. Um, when you're doing your race. Yeah. And so, or that those are goals. And basically like those checklists would be our equivalent of playbooks. Okay. They would sort of hit like either styles of driver or like a racer or Wow, that sounds really good. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It was your idea, I think. Oh. uh, Um, (laughs) I really liked, I did not design that this time. (laughs) We decided we wanted to have the car. Yeah. Be something that was like its own mechanic because we liked the idea that you because that gives you the flexibility to say here is the one car that we're yeah. all working towards and improving and stuff or the we Mach each five. have our own cars like the fast the and Dom furious gang um and so that you either have and then and then everybody is a player who is some kind of a unique character of like a driver or engineer or whatever yeah um and that there was some race mechanic yeah and that i and that that kind of it definitely like we didn't really get into it but it definitely divided into two sort of key race mechanics yeah that i still want to like maintain okay which is sort of the on-screen race okay which is where you see the characters about to race you establish the goals of the race and then the the gameplay for that session is the race okay that is sometimes like the big race at the end of the campaign sometimes it's just the big race it's like you're choosing to focus on it and that through play, you are maneuvering around the r- that, like you're maneuvering in the race. You're yeah. like, you're increasing your position. You're bumping people off the road. You're helping your friends. You're mm-hmm. doing things to create opportunities to let other people boost and get into the, like, get off a ramp to get into the building so they can s- steal some steal money the, yeah. or whatever they're trying to steal um, all during the race. Yeah. 
And then the other type is sort of the single role off screen race where you're like, gee, golly, we have a big race coming up at the end of the year or the end of this week. I better get a faster car because I don't have a car that qualifies. Yeah. So I got to race for somebody's pink slip to get their car. Yeah. So we go do that and we roll and it happens off screen. And then yeah. at the end, you either achieve the goal or you don't. Yeah. Um, cool. And we talked about um, the idea of that pole position of like, where are you in mm-hmm. the pack? Um, and that the social things you would do outside of the race would help you choose a starting location or like a starting thing. Yeah. We had talked about momentum and having things that you could do mechanically during a race that would either, that would like give you a bonus to yeah. momentum or speed that mm-hmm. you could either use to bonus, to like to benefit yourself or you could do that like selflessly to benefit somebody else. There's, there's the, the other game that just recently kickstarted, um, Erica Chapel's. Oh God! Flying I get, circus. Flying circus. Yeah, flying that circus. has all sorts of mechanics with uh, with flight speed and things like that. And before having seen anything from that game, I would have said, "Yeah, but keeping track of how fast you're going is not interesting to me yeah. as like a story gamer." But after seeing some of the stuff she's got going on in that, I'm actually I'm kind of I've got. A, my, it put my brain into a space of, but what if how fast you're going has an effect on what dice you're rolling? Yes. But like, I I am still doing this PBTA. My it's mindset fine. is still PBTA. So that actually works out with the one thing that I've wanted to add. Cool. And, um, and so I think that that's, that's pretty much what we had talked about in that episode. Okay. Um, we had just sort of thrown out some light ideas. We This is actually maybe the third episode where we've talked about this because I believe the first time we did this was during one of our, it may have been our, pat- our initial Patreon launch episode where we did like a bunch of rapid fire question and answers. Oh, and yeah. And that yeah, was yeah, an yeah. idea that came out of it. That, this was an idea that came out of that. It. And then we revisited it. Yeah. And then del- and like made some work on it. And then yeah. we came out with a good idea. And then unfortunately we just didn't have any time yeah. or brain space to work on it more. And so we're back here trying to do some more work yeah and i have i have to say out of all of our ideas that hasn't become an individual project this is one of the ones that's interested me the most yeah um, i think the thing that's cool about it is that it was always designed to be a little bit unique and to be a little bit um like you have that idea that you have something that represents mechanically the car yeah and something that represents like the type of racers yeah but that that is it, that it's it's a vague enough mechanic that like like a playbook or whatever yeah. that you could make it fast and the furious or you could make the car a pod racer or that you could make whatever like you could yeah. do it in space or so it's supposed to be like it's we call it the race engine because it may be partly powered by the apocalypse but it, the idea is that it's a thing you use to like lay Layer on your own game, really. I could see it layering on with a game. Um, or I've started having... doing some stuff. Okay. <laughs> that I don't All know right. if it'll fit with layering on with the game. Um, but there's no but I you know how much of a fan I am of saying, like, oh, we've been playing Urban Shadows for two yeah. sessions. How about we play a game of reflections to see what goes down yeah. with this vampire? Um just because that's yeah, that's the better system to use for that moment. So that's kind of where we were, right? Yes. Would you like to hear my brainstorms? Yes. Okay. And I'm hoping that it works with the one single brainstorm that I had, which nice. is not a whole lot. Cool. But here we are. Does it involve the word shift? It does. <laughs> I've got good news. <laughs> it is. That is the beginning and end of my brainstorm. I just want shifting. Nice. Okay. There's two ways that I have shifting. Okay. <laughs> okay. So first off, I think that it's cool for a racing game. 
It is. It is cool for a racing game. It's so game. cool for a racing game. <laughs> uh, so, uh, needless to say, I think of everything in PBTA. Yeah. Um, which has that 10 plus result of, hey, everything's fine. But if you're racing, a 10 plus result is a good thing. A 14 plus result is a bad thing. Yeah. So, one of the things I want to do is structure the moves in a way that the targets aren't necessarily the same 6 minus 7 to 9, 10 plus. And I want to give the players bigger dice to roll mm-hmm. if they're going faster. Yes. So Hard agree. Yeah. And so if you've shifted up to a faster speed, maybe you're rolling 2d10. Yeah. But if you hit 15, that is yeah. a bad thing. Yeah. Additionally, I want a map in front of us. Okay. I want a, like, and it isn't the full racetrack. Yeah. It is a vague idea like of the racetrack. Of, yeah. It's like a chunk. Where are you in relation to each other? I mean, if even, like in my mind, it's kind of a symbolic thing Yeah. because in order for the game to be fair, if you have players racing each other, mm-hmm. then they can't have, we can't have James makes three moves before I make one. Yeah. yeah so yeah. one of the mechanics that I have in mind for this is an initiative system mm-hmm. where you have a little map in front of you and you have uh, little Hot Wheels cars yeah, we for each of the players. We definitely talked about Hot Wheels cars last oh, time. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and basically you just move around this, like, like, let's say the track has six segments in it. Mm-hmm. You move around those six segments as many times as it takes. Yeah. Describing things in a different way, like yeah. making it, yeah, yeah. maybe you're going through the city, maybe whatever it is. But what the reason I want to have the map in front of us is that the threshold numbers mm-hmm. change depending upon the part of the track. Cool. Have you played... Formula D. I have not. You've tried okay. to get me to play it a lot of times, because but I haven't. The one thing we should avoid is just making that game. Oh, no. Um, because that is a thing that happens in that game. Okay. Um, and But I think that it's a good concept. And I think that there is um, there is something we can learn from it. So, like, Formula yeah. D pretty much begins and ends at you have a, a shifter. Like okay. It's literally a gear shifter. Nice. And when you shift gears, you roll different dice. It's always okay. one die. Yeah. And when and you basically for turns, there are areas that are turns. You have yeah. to hit certain. You have to stop a certain number of mm. times in a corner. And so if you're going yeah. too fast, you won't do that. Yeah. Unless you roll really badly. Yeah. And so you want to make sure you're slowing down. Yeah. And so I like the idea that when you are going, and I think we don't need to do that. Yeah. And I think we should keep the two dice thing. I th- yeah, I think two dice is because it's fun. Is good. And it it, it good, gives you that nice spread. Um, and, but I like the idea that like when you are going slow, you are more maneuverable. When you're going fast, you are going faster. And when you are going faster, you can hit people with more damage and you're going slower. You are steadier to see things and stuff like that. Yeah. I like it. Um, so my thinking is basically that each time you are, so each time your turn comes around in the race, you're making a decision about which move you're going to be doing. Yeah. And so your move might be doing something like stabilizing yourself, slowing down, mm-hmm. but maybe slowing down is a way for you to assess the situation at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and they might be different, trying to pass, things like that. And they have different goals that you're trying to hit. So yeah. going too fast will be harder for certain moves. Not yeah. impossible, but harder. Yeah. Um. In general, though, the faster you're going, the more likely you are to hit the negative result, yeah. right? Like the one that's on the upper end. Yeah. Also, the more likely you are to hit the good result. Yeah. That's the can, highest one. 
I talked to you about a thing I think we talked about. Sure. And that maybe you will get to that that plays into that sort of initiative tracker. Because this is a thing we had sort of laid out was the mm-hmm. idea of Hot Wheels cars yeah. representing. And I like the idea that you run through that you do have initiative. Yeah. And that you run through it in order of like who's in first to who's in last. Okay. But that you do that every turn. Yeah. And so if you go last and end up in first you immediately get to go again. Okay, I can see that. I so I started to I started thinking about position in the race. Okay. And stopped caring about position in the race. Mhm. Um so I sort of went for like a progress bar kind of thing. Okay. That like let's say at the beginning of a race you define with the GM what the progress bars are. Okay. So like winning the race. Yeah. Might be a progress oh, bar okay. that is sort 10 of like, dots, like a right? clock. Like a clock, yeah. Well, I, I've kind of viewed it as like more like getting experience in a sense. Okay, okay, I see that. Um, but so like you have, let's say our goal at the beginning of the, like you and I, we're in a race, someone else is jamming, and we're like, okay, we'd like to win the race. That's one of the things we care about. Yeah. And that's 10 slots. We need to get 10 okay. hold mm-hmm. and check off 10 hold to win the race. However, I also very much would like to crash into Sebulba's yeah. pod racer and take it out. Mm-hmm. So there's a second track of progress that is take out Sebulba. Yeah. And if I hit five in that, then I take out Sebulba. Yeah. By doing that, I'm taking some of my focus off of winning the race. Yeah. But we still aren't getting into the thing where it's like, oh, you want to deal with Sebulba, the NPCs are automatically going to win. Because it's what yeah. it's still a an RPG, yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah. hey, here's a secret, you want the players to win. <laughs> One of the things that we had gotten into, that actually works really well, with an idea that we got into very late in the episode, which was the idea that you had goals. Because obviously oh, yeah. races have goals. Like We're not yeah. just racing because we want to go fast. We're racing because we want to achieve things. No, we're racing because we've got to go fast. Yeah, you ha- it's not an option. Yeah. And that you would have... We, we, we threw out some ideas. We never really, like, I think, solidified it into an idea. But the idea... Yeah. Of, but the concept that, like, you had different goals you were achieving, that you'd need to roll a certain number of things to, yeah. like to hit basically fill a progress bar and that if you like if we establish that our two goals or like we have like it's kind of like almost like um the team move in masks really where you like say like what are your goals yeah we might all have a group goal of like win the race or get a fast car yeah and then and then brandon is like and also i want to run sebulba off the track yeah and so now there are all of these uh these things and if brandon is like every turn coming up trying to like roll attack yeah. to hit Saboba, maybe he is going to hit and he's going to fill that track and finish his his um and achieve that goal. Yeah. But because he's not contributing to the rest of the team's like goal to win, yeah. then he may win his personal goal but we lose the group goal. Right. Or it's so much harder for me and I have to focus on just racing hard. Yeah. Which is cool because it puts tension on our group and it and it makes it means that we have split objectives. Yeah. And so if your objective is to your character more important than the group goal and my yeah. character cares the most about the group goal, well then now we're going to have tension in our in our in our like social scenes where like I'm going to come up to you and be like why the the flip didn't you like spend more time racing and like stealing more and, uh, bags of money. And I'm going to be like, I'm living life one quarter mile at a time, and then I'm going to push you, and then we're going to race. And then that's why yeah. this game is going to work. Yeah. 
because I also started viewing this in kind of a lens of what if we're doing the Italian job? Yeah. Because the classic, the classic RPG thing is, yeah, but does it do Star Wars? And in my mind, that's not really the barometer yeah. for how yeah. good an RPG is. For me, the barometer is, but does it do the Italian job? Yeah. Uh, and so for that, you're setting up like, all right, we need to get inside. We need to steal the stuff. We got to beat up Charlize Theron's ex-boyfriend. We got to uh, get away from the police. And each of those goals are a set of check marks, right? <laughs> can, I just, can I just halt that for one hot sec? Okay. <laughs> I love the Italian job as a measuring stick for all role playing yeah. games because it's got social, it's got social combat, it's got mm-hmm. sneaking, it has combat, it has racing, yeah. it has thievery, it has a heist, it has planning scenes, yeah. it has the like classic Ocean's Eleven, um, flashback, flash yeah. forward. Thing. This is not when I said that. That wasn't something I was saying off the cuff. Oh my god, that's so legitimately good. when I sit down to play when I sit down and read a book. I go through, okay, this is how you would do this step of the Italian job. Um, because God, I love that. It's got a lot of problems, but God, I love that movie. Oh man, that's good. Um, I'm gonna do that for everything now. I think honestly, you can, and I uh, there's a lot of really great games that work really really well and the reason they work well is they can do the italian job <laughs> yeah because like yeah because doing the italian that's what rpgs are yeah. rpgs are the italian job it's the pinnacle it is, it is. <laughs> this is the hill i will die on there yeah, is no, I'm nothing right there with you there is nothing an rpg needs to be able to do that the italian job doesn't need in order for it to work mark Wahlberg <laughs> and the funky bunch um in any Donald case sutherland so right, so like, like, so you need to to get in. You need to uh, steal the stuff. Uh, you need to beat up Charlie's Theron's ex boyfriend. You need to Edward Norton. Uh, Seth Green spends time. Seth hacking. Green has to hack things. Um, oh my god, this movie! This movie's so good. Um, but re- like, it's a good movie, but re envisioned as a pen and paper game adventure. Oh my god, they they're the playbooks. Like it's the so characters good, in yeah. this game in that movie are the playbooks. Yeah. Um, if you ever are writing a PBTA game and you need to come up with what the playbooks are, make sure you've got one for each of those characters. Who is Mark Wahlberg in Fast and the Furious? Dom. Is he? Okay. He's Dom. Hi, welcome to Stop, Back, and Roll, a Fast and the Furious yeah. After podcast. After two years, we've decided to cancel our podcast. <laughs> now we're, uh, we're going to do a uh, Italian job episode. It's, do you know how, um... Uh, the 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 my brother my brother and me is it isn't my brother and mother be guys who do the um, the adventure zone no 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 the Paul Blart uh, till death do we yeah, part yeah, they, the watch, they watch they oh watch Paul Blart God, two I every year yeah. but instead it's every two weeks <laughs> we just watch like, Italian job every like two the weeks. the worst idea of all time which is Sex in the City two every two weeks every week <laughs> yeah yeah it's just that it's it's just we're just gonna watch this movie again every two weeks I do think it's worth watching maybe like every two weeks the Italian job. Every like skip week, one of the Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, so sorry. God, why haven't we made this game earlier? Okay, um, back on the back, back on. on. So, th- so you've got your goals, and uh, there's also like a progress timer of like when the jig is up, like when you can no longer keep pursuing your goals. Okay, right, because at a certain point. The race is, that, is over. We had talked about how we would you would define in advance how long the race was going to be. Like, would it be six turns through 
the order? Would it be five? Yeah. Would it be two? That, to me, ended up feeling a little restrictive. Okay. So because my thinking is like, if you've got, if you're playing the Italian job, right? Yeah. And you're all having fun pursuing and hitting every single one of those goals. And you're like, wait, hold on. We got to go slap Edward Norton. This is really important. Then, like, then you should do that. It doesn't make sense for the game to say, no, you're done. Unless you've had enough bad rolls to make that happen. Right. So are you thinking then that... That progress bar, which is yeah. maybe always the same or maybe is different. Yeah, whatever. Um, is kind of like like a um I be, like I've been running a game of Urban Shadows. Yeah. And in that you ha- whenever you have like a group of mook bad guys, uh they always have the same amount of harm. Harm. Yeah. And so and, but 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 almost more in the sense of like when I roll a six minus, the GM gets to make a hard move and mark off one of the yeah, the, the 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 fill that bar a little bit. Yeah, that's my thinking. Cool, I like that a lot. Basically, you have like the group's HP until the until the race is done, mm-hmm. and like if you are doing a race and you haven't filled your progress bar, yeah, you did not win the race. Yeah, and if you if you did not get the chance to slap Edward Norton and you fill that progress bar, then the GM is definitely making a hard freaking move because oh, like basically but- filling that bar is. It is time for the hardest move time. Yeah. I like the idea that it should always, every race should always have a win the race bar. Assuming you're, I mean, like, I think realistically, it, getting away from the police is winning the race. Yeah. Okay. So, so like, but I think that I like the idea that even if your goal, like, your main goal is not to win the race. Yeah. Like, that's still irrelevant information. Like, yeah. if your goal is to lure Edward Norton into a race and then beat the crap out of him and steal his car, well, then, like, in the middle <laughs> of... It's my goal every morning. Every morning I wake up and I go and write down my affirmation of today you will trick Edward Norton into <laughs> racing you and then beat him up because I've watched the Italian job, but I don't remember it super well. So then, So then, so then you've got... You've got your bar of I need to fulfill like this many marks, yeah. like fill in this many like basically clock pieces or whatever mm-hmm. to achieve the goal of winning the race. I've yeah. got this many to achieve the goal of of beating Edward Norton yeah. uh, up. Um, I've got this many. I've got this many like chunks to steal Edward Norton's car. Yeah, and then there's my like lose like like whatever. This is the GM's like yeah. health bar lose condition type thing. Yeah, and so we may like stop in the middle of the race and like not be racing. Yeah. And but we've achieved our goals of like beat Edward Norton up and steal his car. Yeah, and then we lose the race. Like it's important yeah. for the story to know that we've lost the race. Yeah, exactly. Because there will be other NPCs who will like hold Dom that is there us. at the yeah. end, and he's like, "You were supposed to win this." Yeah, but then there also may be other times where we achieve our goal of beat Edward Norton, and then we also like get back on and and roll to win. Yeah. And then we just like maybe that happens. Like that's where I kind of almost like the like because if you think about those movies, yeah, there's always that time where they've achieved their main goal, yeah, and then, and then they stand awkwardly in a parking lot talking with each other, really close. No, up. no, no. But actually, they get back in their cars, yeah, and then we don't see them. But then we see the end of the race and they've won, yeah. So even though they spent forty minutes beating up Edward Norton or whatever, yeah, uh, that's, that's not absolutely n- absolutely not what happened in the <laughs> Italian job. There's never been a movie that people raced and then beat up Edward Norton and um, then raced some more. But you, st- if you stop in the middle, like you're still the heroes, you can still get back in your cars and yeah. win, even though oh, it's yeah, impossible. Absolutely. Yeah. So I wonder if achieving like a point in your goal should always 
give you a point in just winning the race. Mm, like getting getting to your goal gives you two points, gives you three points, whatever the heck it is. Yeah. That, to kind of push you closer to the end. Yeah, like you, uh, but like the, the winning the race should always be a long enough goal that it's like at least as many chunks as all of your other goals combined. Oh, so plus more. Yeah. So you could focus like on just winning. Yeah, I feel like it's important to have the option of like you and me are racing, you're in it just to win. You're not here to make friends. You're yeah. here to win. Yeah. And I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to beat up Edward Norton. Uh, and so you might win the race and I lose the race and that's okay. Yeah. Cause I think also once someone has won the race there, that countdown towards the end of the thing has to start ticking a lot faster. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe even like every turn after the race has been won, the checkbox towards ending the race goes up one automatically regardless of fails. Okay. Just so that like, you know. So you can say to the people, hey, we're not screwing around with beating up Edward Norton. I'm not playing this game with you. I'm going to go win the race. Yeah. And then you put on a lot of pressure to them to do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's So I like the idea that it's a group. Yeah. But it also is important to have individuals be able to do like the thing. For like yeah. me to say, it's not important to me to beat up Edward Norton. Yeah. I mean, he's a guy who deserves that. But, yeah, definitely. But that it's more important to me in this moment. You're on notice, Edward Norton. Um, man, a lot of Edward Norton hate in this episode. <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, it's more important to me as my character. In this, it's it's important to me as a person to beat up Edward Norton. But it's important <laughs> yeah. to my character to win this race. Yeah. So I'm going to go off and do that. Yeah. And so it should be possible for me to succeed in filling that bar by myself. Yeah, definitely. Do we and want- actually, I think maybe each person has their own bar. Okay. Because then you have the person who won the race. And if someone is able to fill the bar before time ends, before mm-hmm. that other bar ends, then they came in second. Okay. So here is a thing that I need. If okay. If we're going to do that, if we're going to yeah. have not a group of bar of winning the race, but yeah. like an individual bar, yeah. it is absolutely important to me that I as a racer can do things to fill your win bar. Yes, definitely. Because I need to be able to be the guy who's in the race with Speed Racer, but yeah. Speed Racer's got to win. Yeah. So I need to help him and like exactly. fight aggressive or maneuver to give him opportunities. Only one person is going to be able to go up against Racer X. Yeah. So it's got to be speed. Yeah. I have kind of some like shotgun ideas, okay. right? Okay. Hit me. One is I like the idea of building momentum. Yes. And I liked that momentum. Get, get out of my damn head. No, 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 because we talked about this. I know. Um, so I liked the idea of having that basically as like uh, fate invokes. Okay. And here's an idea. You have stats, right? Do you? Yeah. Okay. You've got stats. I have like fast, <laughs> cool, aggro, and flashy. I forget what we labeled. We came up with stats and they were fast, uh, something, and furious. You want to know something hilarious? You want to know two of the stats in Atitlan Riders? Fast and Furious. Um, No, I had uh, fast, cool, aggro, and flashy. Just kind of like throwing things out there so there's a thing, right? Okay. Um, Stats are shifts. Yeah. They They have the amount that they are. And you can spend momentum that you built from social scenes or from building your stuff or for doing mm-hmm. stuff like that in order to either add less than your bonus or flip your bonus. Oh, okay. So if you have a plus three 
and you spend one of your momentum from having a social scene with Robert, with Edward Norton. Yeah. Robert Norton. Robert. <laughs> Who the hell is that? <laughs> if you spend one of your momentum from having a scene earlier with Edward Norton, then you can add, instead of your plus three, you're adding a plus two, a plus one, a plus zero, or adding a negative three. Okay. Or if you've, basically, for you to like slam down the shift and go like, oh no, things are going very, like, I rolled an 18 and a 15 is the highest I could roll. Yeah. So I've got to spend some. So some I've got to spend momentum points. just to like just to keep myself on the road. Okay. Um, so that was an idea that I had just to play with stats in a new way. Mm-hmm. Um, because I really like the idea of having scenes that give you bennies to spend. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. and that's got to be the social scenes. And those are those social scenes. Yeah. Um, I also like the idea of having cars give different dice for different tasks. Okay. So like, hey. Uh, you're driving a truck. Oh yeah, yeah. This absolutely. truck, like, and I was thinking maybe we've got the the two dice. Mm-hmm. One die comes from the player. Ooh. One die comes from the car. Okay. So are so, they are they always the same? No, they're the different sizes. I'm an aggressive driver. Oh man, that's gonna. But today, I'm driving a truck. I'm driving a truck. So I've got a D10 <laughs> from being an aggressive driver. D4 and a D10 from well, no, because oh. it's an aggressive truck. Oh, okay. Right. It's okay. Big. Right. Right. Sorry. Um. So I've got those two D10. However, when I'm going around turns, mm-hmm. my truck is not like when I'm when I'm trying to like really maneuver and use yeah. my precise skill. It's not a precise vehicle. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want a Mini Cooper to be precise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm driving today. I'm driving the garbage truck. I'm gonna roll a D4. <laughs> yeah, I can't go fast, but I'm gonna hit hard. And so those would also give you because that also changes your ranges. Yeah. On those, oh, that could get really complicated. Well, no, because because that, then that's the really good thing. Because what we do want to happen is chaos. These yeah. these movies are about chaos. They're yeah. about the yeah. time that you're going super fast and you're like, "Yeah, I'm taking him out," and you roll two d10 and you get a twenty. Yeah, and you're like, "Oh, I wrecked him, and I am out of this race." There is also okay. So let's just like pause that for one hot sec. Okay, and I want to go back and talk about flying circus okay one of the things that she did in that game that i really like is that she said it's okay for the game to have a lot of thought about speed and dice rolls and yeah and like the probability outcomes and stuff but that should all be like pre-thought about that should also be stuff yeah. that happens before you start playing yeah and so that's where I don't like that. I think that that's good. Yeah, and I think that that basically can say we you can because uh, I really like that because so then that what that means is you can say that okay, so we've got this dump truck and yeah. it's just going to drive real slow. Yeah, but with a person who has enough, and so if you have a person who is not a good driver. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to go very far. Yeah. But if you've got someone who's rolling a, really well at like aggro, yeah, then then they're going to be able to take advantage of the fact that this is a big slow truck. Yeah. P.S. This game is also no death race. Yeah. Um, or something like if you have a car, like, and and you don't have to you don't have to expose this mechanic like mechanically yeah. to the players, but you can say things like, "This is Dom's charger. It's gonna go fast. Yeah. If you're not a good driver, it's just gonna get away from you, and yeah. you're not gonna do what you need to do, and you're gonna fly off the road. Yeah. So you've got so like if you put a bad like you can put a bad driver in that car, mm-hmm. uh, but 
it's you're going to struggle and you're probably going to fly off the road. You're going to yeah. struggle to achieve your goals. So you've got to like match up the right car to the right driver, which is what gives you that like we need to race to get this drifted car because yeah. our we don't have a good drift car. Yeah. And we need to race in this drift race to win mm-hmm. back the 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 rights to our or the title to our family sandwich restaurant that we'll yeah. forget, about, forget about for the rest of the movies. Yeah. And so what you can do by having the car be separate from the player and being something that really matters is you can also throw moves onto the car. Yes. So for example, you can put a new narrative trigger, a new narrative consequence onto something like on if you are driving the dump truck on yeah. A10 plus that isn't like way overdoing it, you crushed that car. Yeah. Right? Like you yeah. took it out. I like this because a you've lot. got that big car. Are you rolling a different die for each of your stats? That's the thing I wasn't sure about. Part of me wanted to make it just a how good is this car? Is it like a car? Is it your nice car or is it your end game car? Mm-hmm. But I think it might need to be different stats. I kind of like the idea that that the different stats. I think I think it's, I like the idea of rolling different dice for different stats. Yeah. Um. But I think that the way it should be is like you have. Oh, like you have a rating of whatever mm. one to five, and that yeah. tells you what die you are. Okay, because like a hot-headed person, you know, like if you're doing the drive fast to like get ahead of somebody, move. Yeah, then you're gonna roll your speed. Yeah, plus the car's speed. Speed like, plus yeah. the car's whatever die. Yeah. Um, and so you'll roll like you if you're like real. Um. If you like to go fast, like yeah. but if you like if you like to go too fast, like if you like to go fast mm. too much, yeah. then you've got like a D twenty. And if you're in the fast car, then you're going to then go you're very gonna go fast. very fast, which may yeah. not always be the right thing to do. Yeah, that th- it does I, I still haven't worked out exactly how to get around the problem of if you match your car it, if you match your car and there's an upper limit on what you're allowed to roll, then that's technically a bad thing. Yeah, but I think it's fine. Well, I don't know, because like, I don't want fast driver in the fast car to be worse than regular driver in the fast car. Because fast driver in okay. the fast car will overshoot too often. But let me tell you a thing about car races. Okay, I know. <laughs> That's how they work, buddy. If you if you are not a good driver because you just like to go fast like yeah. fast driver doesn't mean good driver. Yeah. Fast driver means you like to go fast. <laughs> yeah. And you're not going to be able to pull back. Yeah. When you need to go slow. And so I think that's good. I think that's really good. Like you want the fa- like a fast driver who's like in the dump truck who's got to roll a D20 to D4. He's going to like that character is going to yeah. find a way to punch it and get every ounce of speed He'll out of the car. Enough. And that's fine because he's in the slow dump truck. He's in the bus and if it yeah. goes under 60 miles per hour, yeah, it's going to explode. Then it's going to explode. And that's yeah. the person you want in that car. Yeah. But you want the car you like the ideal is you like you want to like middling you know, I think one of the things that we've talked about in this is that middling, rolling in the middle of that arc is good. Yeah. Because if you go too high, you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. So you want someone who has a little bit of restraint. And these are all about characters that don't have restraint. And yeah. That, like, they're, I, I feel like we should have social, one of the, th- so, okay. So, I, so what if, what if, what if each quarter mile of the track, each section of the track, <laughs> <laughs> of course, of yes. course. Each yes. quarter mile, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Um, 
what if each of those has different threshold numbers, like we were talking about before, mm-hmm. just in general? And what, so, okay. if you're rolling, if you're on a very difficult turn, like if you're if you're on a section of the track that has a really low threshold, like let's say a twelve plus is a major problem, then that forces you to look at your car and look at your stats and go right now even though i am the fast guy even though i'm in the fast car i should not try to fast car right now because i will roll an 18 and i'll be in trouble i'm having an idea okay i'm having a damn idea <laughs> and then james had an idea it's a bad idea an awful it's, idea. it's, a, it's a real bad idea okay so the grinch is the greatest <laughs> racing movie of all time <laughs> don't at me <laughs> um so what if we did this tread style? Hit me. Um, so what? Uh, so because you said okay, wh- like so each treads by the uh, Mark Richardson. by the Mark Richardson, yeah, designer uh, of designer headspace. Of headspace. Um, and and uh, fine, wonderful uh, gentleman. Yeah, fine, wonderful gentleman. And so what? Okay, so the idea is you have a deck of cards. Yeah, and those cards all have numbers. Yeah. So those those cards, you flip them over, one card per quarter mile. Per quarter mile, and that sets your 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 oh. your um your like your DC, the number you're yeah. going to hit, which gives you the option of put fifty two whatever is it fifty two cards 52, in fifty two yeah. You put fifty two cards in a deck and you shuffle and then you go and it's a random like street race yeah. Or like a playbook, yeah. You have a stacked deck. Mm-hmm. Which lets the GM plan some things about the adventure. Could even have some moves that affect the deck. Have some moves that affect the deck, or um, have some, or or let's players say, here is the street race that is the this well known race that obviously I am going to come up with a name of, and or like this is yeah. the rate, like this is the end of the Italian job where we've got to race through the street, the 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 um the rivers, like the canals, the canals of L.A. or whatever. Of LA? Um, well, when they go in L.A., oh, they do. Don't, yeah. What that yeah. is? What is this movie? <laughs> um, the more I remember about this movie, the more baffling it is, and the less yeah. I feel like I remember about it. Um. And no, the canal scene is early. Right. No, the canal scene is no. also late. Yeah. What is this movie? <laughs> and so you've got to, so you could go say, like, you could almost go watch the Italian job and say, yeah. here is the race they run yeah. in the end of the rate at, the, at this part of the movie. Yeah. And quarter mile by quarter mile, here's like, let me stack the deck. Here's yeah. the deck. This is the Italian this job. This is the race. Deck. Yeah. Run this deck in your adventure if you want. That's cool. I like that. And then whether. Whether it's a pre-written deck or not might determine whether you're looking at specific obstacles or yeah. whether it's like... Oh, face cards are definitely specific obstacles. Face cards should definitely be specific. But I mean, like, also you could have, like, you could have some tags on... You could have it so, like, this is a place that is that is difficult for you to go fast in. Yeah. And then it might have, like, a suggestion. Yeah. This this is getting to be a weird looking game. So one of the things that I do want to like this pull, is a game that comes in a box. Pull back from a little bit, yeah. Is like Mark's game is all about the river, about the cards that yeah. are on the field, and so every playbook or every position in the tank has yeah. abilities to uh, rearrange the deck, to look at cards, to discard cards. Yeah. I think we don't. I don't think we get want that. that. Yeah. So I'm like I'm really reluctant to say let's get into people who can like 
like psychic characters or whatever the who can like look forward in the deck. Seth Green. Um, we don't want hackers who can change the suit of the cards or something like yeah. that. We pretty much want, I, like I really do. Although I do think it could be cool to have something that like something that you target. Like let's say let's say you've got Seth Green, right? Remember, we are doing the Italian job in every game now. Um, and you turn off all of the you set all of the the lights to red after your people have gone through. That's a really legitimate way to change a card. Hit me with those stats again. What were they? Uh, fast, cool, aggro, and flashy. But I mean, that was ah uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> So you've got four suits, yeah, and four stats, yeah. Maybe we say um, fast is hearts. Yeah. So when you've got a hearts card down, I was gonna say don't... fast is diamonds, but nah, fa- uh, flashy is diamonds. Yeah. Aggro is clubs. Aggro is clubs. <laughs> I think obviously cool is hearts. Cool is hearts. Furious <laughs> cool, is cool hearts. Uh, spades. Yeah, that makes sense. No, yeah. fury. Wait, shit. Uh, fast, fast, fast is spades. Is spades. Uh, you got fast aggro spades. Is, aggro clubs. is clubs. So furious. Fury, uh, furious is hearts because that's your emotions. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Okay. So in when it whenever when when you're in the hearts chunk of the track, it's easier to like or, or like whatever it affects your. Uh, it's, the threshold of those numbers is lower. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's I like that a lot. Or. The maybe the ranges could even be bigger. Yeah. Wh- whatever we can play. That's it numbers. Even numbers be, can be played yeah, with so it easily. It could even be something where, like, if you wanted to play, like, the GM gets to say, well, "The next time we see a hearts, it's easier or it's harder," or, and I get to choose that. If if we even freaking want to have the going over by too much rule, yeah, the going over by no, too much I rule like might that. not work. No, I like that a lot. I don't want to give that up. Okay. Because I like that, like, and and again, like, if you like, this is like the, you, you kind of scoffed at me a little bit, but like, if you want to win a race, you've got to know when to go when, slow. Like, you've got you've no know one to when, hold them. No one to hold them. Yeah. Um. You've got. <laughs> you've got no one to fold them. Yeah. Die in your sleep. Yeah. Die in your sleep. Yeah. This um, is the second time we've mentioned the McElroy brothers. Yeah. We're we're giving their little podcast some some real nice yeah, uh, some, some real nice traffic, but. I think that's good. Like, that's important. Like, I think this is just like a wild tangent, but like, I played a lot of racing games with some of my friends from work. Yeah. And I always lose because my problem is... You gotta go fast. Well, because my problem is I... You've got to go. Be able to. You've got to be able to go slow to go yeah. fast to go fast. But you and can't. I am always in the back, so yeah. I don't have the liberty of going slow. I've yeah. always got to go fast to catch up, because which means you, I make all the mistakes. You've got a need. Yeah, for speed. A need for speed. <laughs> just to be clear, even if I were in the front, I couldn't you go slow. Said, I, was I always got to go fast. <laughs> so, like, that's the problem. Like, the but but in order to like hit those turns, in order to like slow down and achieve your objectives, you've got your objectives, man. Uh, objectives. You gotta, you've got to be able to go slow to do those things. Yeah, yeah. So that's why that that's important, and. I like that it's hard to do that sometimes. Because yeah. Because you're just, you guys are so, so much fast. <laughs> it's so good. I, and and also because you're so aggressive. Because yeah. your emotions are so level. Yeah. Because you are just so damn flashy. Yeah. So I like the idea that you have some planning to do. Mm-hmm. To design a car. Yeah. I don't know if the car has more than one die. I think the car has one die. Okay. 
But the moves of the... So here's how this works. Here's how I think this works. Okay. The car has one die. Okay. You're always rolling that one die. But the car has moves that require you to be able to do... Like if if you have a car... Like if you have a truck that has a D4, well, then it's going to have like a really powerful hit that requires you to go to roll low because you've got like... But the truck is good at that. So I think that's how that works. I had a thought... Let me just finish. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah. Go think ahead. about that. Muse on that. Let me let me finish this. This is my thought because mm-hmm. I want to get mm-hmm. there. Um, you've got you, the player, who has four stats. Yeah. Um, and you have a die for each one, represented by how high or low you are in that stat. Yeah. And um, I want to get into at some point about whether or not you can move those stats. Okay. But let's assume that they kind of fluctuate a little bit, or yeah. at least that you can advance them or whatever. You can change yeah. them. Um, so you're always, whenever you do anything, you're always rolling those two die. Just the, the, the whatever the car die yeah. is, and whatever the relevant move die is for your, okay. for your ability. And then, so you have some like planning to do in advance of like building your character, designing which, picking which die is going to be which. Designing, the, like someone's got to think about the car. Yeah, definitely. Probably not the player, but maybe the player. Maybe the player. Um, And so there's some thought that goes into the beginning. But when you're actually playing, you're just rolling to die. Yeah. And you've got some momentum points that you can spend to increase or decrease your your abilities. Okay. You threw up being able to change the bonuses, but I think we maybe it's have a moved. We've know. moved away from having, but like the, the your stats even having bonuses if they're just yeah. die. Um, but maybe you get to say, I want to like add or subtract points from my move. Like basically, yeah. the momentum is like a is a fate pointy. Like um, lets yeah. you spend some things. Maybe it triggers some moves to like do some stuff. Yeah. Um, but pretty much, you're rolling to die. Yeah. You've got your cards. Which are telling you what it's hard to do yeah. and what the DC is that you're trying to hit. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Like that's the core mechanic that's the game, there. Yeah. Like when you're not when you're not doing that when you're yeah. not doing the race. Like that's the race. Yeah. When, when you're, you're not, not doing, doing that, the you're race, building you're building you're building momentum. Yeah. You're setting up things narratively because yeah. you've still got to like you're still we're still doing this PBTA style. Yeah. Where you've got to in order to do something you've got to do it. Yeah. And so if you want to like if you want to race Edward Norton and drag him out into the salt flats and <laughs> cap him and beat the crap out of him. Yeah. Excuse my language. Well, then you got to first socially invite him to this race. Yeah. Because Edward Norton's not going to come just race with no, anybody. He no, no, no. He knows better. He knows he better. Knows. <laughs> he knows what's up. He's going to stay in his fancy mansion. Yeah. And even if Charlize Theron comes in and tries to like fix his TV that he's that is broken yeah. because you broke his TV. Like, because you, you, you broke it. Get in there yeah. and break his TV so that Charlize Theron has to go in to yeah. seduce him to come out to the race. And all of that is momentum. And all of that is momentum. We fundamentally do not understand the last third of the Italian job, by the way. There is no race <laughs> in the end of that movie. <laughs> well, I mean, so you're... You, I mean, as far as like actual race, but like, yeah. But the race, I mean, there is, so the race... It's a racing. <laughs> look, it's a race against time. You've <laughs> tricked Edward Norton. He's on he's in a helicopter what his gold is in one of the trucks yeah you don't know which truck there's so a your goal for pepsi blue 
So you're, I mean, but still, that end of that movie is still fundamentally okay. Fundamentally this is a perfect erased. example. Yeah. This is a perfect because example. Because the end of, of that movie is fundamentally a race, and yeah. you want to win the race. But yeah. winning the race doesn't always mean. But so you also have the goal of figure out which truck. Yeah, this is good because I like the idea that you have goals where some of the goals may require previous goals to be set. Yeah, uh, like you've got a fi- like you have a goal of steal Edward Norton's gold. Yeah, but you've got to figure out which <laughs> truck he's still he's hidden his gold in, and if. <laughs> You want to steal his and like so you gotta first figure out which truck he Edward Norton has stolen has hidden his gold in. Yeah. And he's watching a helicopter, he knows where you are. Yeah. And so you've gotta also have that third goal of once you've got Edward Norton's gold, you've gotta like pull off some crazy heist maneuver yeah. to, to like blow out the road and drop your truck into the into the subway system. Yeah. And then drop another large uh platform thing on top of it so he can't see where you are, and then you gotta load all that gold into mini coopers and drive through the the, the canals, canals of uh, <laughs> LA. la yeah so like that's those are all goals that is, yeah that's and, what this game does yeah and then on top of that maybe you are also own like like someone someone has all the gold in their truck and one yeah and and even if only the four of you or however many people on your heist team are in that like there, maybe there's no other person to lose. Maybe one of you has to win. Yeah, somebody got to win. Someone's yeah. got those bragging rights of we stole Edward Norton's gold, and I cracked the safe faster than you, and I also won the damn race. And if things go poorly, it might be that one of you is in a truck full of gold, and the rest of you are in police custody. Yeah, yeah, because Edward Norton found you. Yeah, he found you. There are stakes to this game. And those stakes are Edward Norton finding you before you find Edward Norton. Yeah. Um, so I think that's important. And I yeah. think that I like that that works. And I, so like, I like that there's, uh, there's forethought. Yeah. And there's stuff that you have to do to prep the game. And you can do varying amounts of prep. Like you can right, use yeah. a like you can use a stacked deck. You can use a pre-made deck. This is where like the engine yeah. part of this game works. Like if you want to like go through and design the pod race, then you scene can do from, that. You can do that. Yeah. Um. But if you want to just roll, like if you just want to flip out cards and shuffle the deck, like yeah. boom, instant race. Like that yeah. happens. And and then that also lets you do. Okay, so we gotta bring this to Metatopia. I'm super into this game now. Yeah, yeah. Racing games is where it's Racing at. Racing games is where it's at because they allow you to do the Italian job. Yeah. So I think okay. So I had said early on that I want that I had two criteria that yeah. I wanted to have those longer races, which I think yeah. are important. And and I think we've done that. I think we've, I think done we've that. nailed that. I think yeah. the way to do the short race where it's just like we gotta get a drift car. Let's just do something that gets a drift car quickly. Yeah. Is you maybe like throw out four cards. Yeah. And you do four quick rolls. Yeah. To try to like see if you succeed and then place those successes somewhere. Yeah. Or even just do one. You just do like, yeah. what is the the theme of this race? Boom. It's hearts. Seven of the seven of hearts. There's yeah. our DC. Roll the die. Did I get the card? Did I get it? Yeah. And, and I think there's nothing. I think there's also like, this is, this is maybe a little sacrilegious, but, uh, Hey, we need to get a car that can drift. Okay, set a scene where you get the car. And you go and you talk to your cousin. And your cousin hooks you up. But your cousin wants you to beat up Edward Norton. So you go beat up Edward Norton and take his drift car. Mm -hmm. And, like, whether there's any dice going on. Yeah, I think that... Well, okay. Let me... I guess there's also a question. Are there there non-racing moves? 
I think that there have to be. There might need to be. Yeah. But, but, but. Let me see, say this. I think you okay. should. I think you should always be rolling. If there's a race, you should yeah, always be rolling. Be, yeah. But I think that for short races, the goal, like nobody, <laughs> there, there has never, never been a movie where, where Vin Diesel was like, I need I, to go get a car. I need to go get a drift car. Yeah. And then he didn't successfully get yeah. that drift car. Yeah. So what happens is you say, all right, GM, here's the scene. I'm I'm Dom. I need a drift car because yeah. I got to get in this race yeah. in order to lure Edward Norton out of his mansion. Um, so what do I got to roll to do that? And then the GM will say, all right, here's what the race is going to be. Bam. Three of, of clubs do some rolls in the end you're gonna get a drift car but based off of this roll other stuff gonna happen yeah because this is like pbta inspired stuff so 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 maybe individual tiny races are just single custom moves when you race to get a when you race against the tokyo underground no because that's you've got to you can't race the tokyo underground until you have a drift car when you race to get your drift car Roll plus this on a on a seven to nine. You cho- you get this consequence that somebody's after you. Hey, when when you race to steal someone's car on yeah. a seven to nine, they know you stole their car. Or or even something at, like maybe that's that, and like they're coming after you. Yeah, maybe you fought you raced a little dirty, and they know. Or maybe the something car isn't as, simple, as good as you thought it was going to be. Or like the people who you're trying to drift race against. They now know you didn't have a drift car. Yeah. So they know that you're not as who you say you were. It's basically a defy danger. Yeah. Which is fine, because that's as much as we care about that move, in a sense. Yeah. So so here's a wild idea. Okay. What if different cars have different basic move lists? Yeah. They've got the same basic moves, but the what happens is different. Oh. If, so instead of trying to change dice a lot... The truck has the basic move when you slam into your opponent. Like when you go aggro on the when you go okay. aggro on the track. Yeah. Uh and on its 10 plus, it's like you total their car. And if you're in the Mini Cooper, it's like, you know, you jockey your way into a slightly better position. Yeah. I don't want to give up the idea that the different cars have different die. So. Yeah, I kind of like the the different I, cars have different like, die, but like this they, lets us have a degree of narrative control that would also let us yeah. say like hey um one of the actions i did was put nos in my car so now i can cut out the move that is like the nosed up car yeah. stick it on my car and also well okay so here's the other thing it lets us play death race and i want to play death race yeah. also so i think that this is the other thing so say you have you have hobbs car from fast five yeah you've got a big car when yeah. he makes um so like and compared to Mark Wahlberg's Mini yeah. Cooper. When both of those people roll too high, yeah. in their turn around a corner move or whatever, they've both well, they've, they've both like blown way out. Yeah, the problem or like the difference is, and this is where the results happen, is that Mark Wahlberg is gonna like hit his car into uh, a brick wall. Yeah, and he's gonna really ding up his Mini Cooper. Yeah, and Hob is gonna slam oh, his Hummer or whatever yeah. his armor his APC into that wall, and he's gonna ruin that wall. Yeah, and so those are different things. Like they're both bad results because yeah. they were both not hit the turn like you want. Yeah, but maybe some of those results are like you damage a car. And yeah, you've got to choose which of your friends' cars you're gonna damage. Yeah, or that's yeah, a go aggro move. 
that causes you to damage your friend's car because you're taking up the entire freaking road because yeah. you're a huge car. Yeah, you kill them with their momentum. Your momentum is a is a cool thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas, yeah. like, where if you're driving a Mini Cooper and you roll poorly on going aggro, you messed up your ride. Yeah. So I think that they don't. They they each have like one or two of their own specific moves, like hit the nos or drive over anything. Yeah. Um. But I'm I'm almost picturing it like. I'm almost picturing it's only having like four moves, like like four driving moves, mm-hmm. right? That you your one of your moves is trying to get into a faster position, right? Yeah, like it's your go fast move. You've got a keep your cool move where you're like dealing with a terrible obstacle that you didn't expect. You've got like an aggressive move where you're like really going after someone, mm-hmm. and you've got a flashy move where you're trying to impress people, and so. If each car has four moves written down on it, and maybe some additional moves that are like, that are additional things that they can do because they're mm-hmm. a special, super fancy thing, whatever, like, that's enough. Like, six yeah, yeah, moves on a sheet, yeah. that's, and then you don't have to worry about basic moves. So, You've got them right okay. there on your car sheet. Let me hit with this idea. Yeah. We are at an hour 13. Okay. So we need to wrap up a little bit. Yeah. Probably. We should, I want to aim for a slightly longer episode, but okay. I think this has been an hour 13 like, I think it's like been gold. really good. It, it, I think it's also been hilarious. So here been very is good. how I'm imagining this. Okay. Two sheets of paper. Yeah. One sheet is your player. Yeah. One sheet is your car. Yeah. And the way that this works is you have your sheet of paper that sits over at the top. Yeah. And you have your stats mm-hmm. with your dice. Okay. And... You place those die like on the sheet. Yeah. You have some information about your character. You have some information about like whatever. You have maybe one or two character specific moves that are like okay. for your playbook. Yeah. Uh, because you're the mechanic, when you fix cars, you do whatever. You do X. Yeah. Um, and then you have maybe the two or three. Uh, no, actually, it should be four. Uh, basic moves like one yeah. per uh, ability. And the way that it works is that that bil- the basic move and the trigger are on the very bottom of the sheet. Okay. So then you have your car sheet, which has some information about the car, some things where you get to like select options to describe what the car looks yeah. like. And then... So important. So important. Um, what kind of rims it got? Yeah. We'll color it. And, Spinning. Um, and then you have one or two moves that are specific to the car. Yeah. Like the things that are... that it, What it does well. And yeah. And at the very top of that page are the dice results for the basic moves. So oh, when you sit them on the table, the the triggers of the, and maybe the success conditions of the the basic moves are always the same, but some of the other options you've got to choose from are set by the car. I can I can see that. I see a little bit of a readability issue, especially be. for online play, that it might be worthwhile to just yeah. stick the full basic move. Okay. Unless part of the basic move is changed based on your playbook. Yeah, that was kind of what I was thinking, is it gives okay. you the ability to do that. I mean, that would be really slick. Yeah. Yeah. But it would also be, like, easy to to do that digital, like, yeah. to have it just wholly rewritten. That's like, true. with the same trigger on everything, but... Yeah. But written out differently. Like, maybe it's just, like, you don't succeed, but sometimes it's, like, here are all of the different damage options when you're driving the pickup truck. Or yeah, the exactly. Truck. Um... So I think that's good. Because you can also, one thing that's, this is a dirty little secret of BBTA. Um, you can dramatically change a move without changing anything mechanically. So like my big example that I go to is Defy Danger. Yeah. If you're writing Defy Danger, which is like when you want to avoid something, roll plus this on a seven to nine, you kind of do it. You get a slightly worse option. 
if you are writing um exalted yeah on a 10 plus your godlike resplendence blesses the entire area with how well you manage to do it on a seven to nine uh everyone is impressed if you're doing like a slasher film on a 10 plus bloodied and bruised you manage to scrape your way through on a seven to nine you leave something horrible like something bad happens to you Mm -hmm. and that's the exact same move mechanically yeah and so even just saying uh if you are driving the hummer on a 10 plus you mess them up yeah uh versus the uh mini coopers on a 10 plus you you get right up on them and push them around Yeah. yeah I like that. I like this idea a lot. Me too. I'm I'm really into this. Okay. I think we have a much more developed game now. We got to write yeah. this down. I think this we needs may to be happen. bringing this game to Metatopia. We got to bring this to Metatopia. I I want very badly to bring this to Metatopia. Yeah. I might be willing to wear a tank top <laughs> oh, okay. as I run this game. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say uh, a racing suit. I, I don't have a racing suit, and oh, I don't have I a tank top one. either, but I could really easily get a tank top. Okay. What if? And I am already bald. What if? <laughs> is this going to be the worst idea? This is going to be the worst idea. <laughs> okay. Um, interstitial scenes, like social okay. scenes, not related to the race. Yeah. Run in passion. I mean, I guess you could do that because it, it sounds like all of our the moves that we've really been paying attention to are the car moves. Mm-hmm. We haven't said anything about in play moves. I think I think you could totally run it with whichever set of social rules you'd like. I am a little tempted to make like three social moves, like when you handle things verbally, when you handle things physically. When you try to get away. Because a very big part of me wants this game to be mostly racing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. I think that you've got a couple interstitial scenes to establish the race. Yeah. I think that those scenes are driven by... Like, I think that the, like alone, the character sheet that just describes who you are, what you're about, what you yeah. do, and then here's the checklist of things that you try to achieve every, or like that you get to mm, choose from yeah. and achieve in social moves. Because I do like this idea that like, uh, it, that the social scenes are, or the interstitial non like not boring non-racing scenes. <laughs> the boring um, crap where you're they're not They're run up. a little bit... Um, like reflections yeah where you maybe even choose one of the things that you're going to try to do in that scene yeah at the end you say did i do that thing and if i did i get momentum and if i didn't i don't yeah and then like you could theoretically then the the, like there's the issue of the gm potentially being edward like an edward norton style person that just doesn't want you to succeed but like if you're playing with edward norton just Stop. Play with someone else. <laughs> just, like, like that. That is, there is this whole like thing that I, I see constantly of like, hey, this game could be used in X negative way, or this game could be boring because of X negative problem that is like all GM issue. And like, it is 2018. You can play the Italian job with anybody you'd like. You don't need to play it with Edward Norton. But if you want to play it with Edward Norton. I mean, you do you. Yeah. Whatever Brandon says. But if you want to play with us, get in touch with us on Twitter. Oh, yeah. 
get in touch with us get in touch with us on the discord talk to us that we live off of this community like this a whole episode yeah. the reason why we're doing this like the like we said the, the reason we're doing this episode right now two years in is because like a year ago we did an episode where we launched our patreon and yeah. did some question and answer sessions and someone asked us about racing and so we did an episode and then we revisited that episode and we revisited that episode and now we're here doing this yeah. game and we love this game yeah, I I want to make this happen so badly. I I have a ton of passion work that I need to do in the next couple of days, but I'm so tempted to just write Race Engine. Yeah. So if you want to get in touch with Brandon. Oh, you can contact me at Dr. Captain Cobalt. And if you want to get in touch with me, I'm at End the Meltdowns. Or and if you want to get in touch with us as a group, because you want to talk to us about the podcast stuff, we are at Stop, Stop Hack and, and roll. roll. I almost forgot the name of the podcast. That's the name of it. Um, <laughs> we're, we're at... Stop hacking roll. Italian job. <laughs> yeah, at the Italian job. At the Italian job. Um, and so, so come out and talk to us because we love that. That's like what we do this for is to hear yeah. from you. Um, you can find all of our episodes, um, links to the games that we're working on. Hopefully this will be up there soon. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff we've worked on and uh, some other stuff, all of our episodes. Uh, our show notes are pretty good. I don't know if you've dug through the episode. The, the, some of our recent episodes don't have uh, all the like the detailed game lists because yeah. we have just been talking about our own stuff recently. Yeah. But like, if you go back to those early episodes, the brainstorming episodes, we always try to write down what games we talk about and links to where you can find them so you can go read them. And all of that is at stophackandroll.com. You can, uh, if you have something that you'd like to send us that's a little bit longer... Uh, you can email us at Brandon or James at stophackandroll.com. Yeah. If you've got a 6,000 word paper on why Edward Norton is the greatest racer of all time, then you try not to put it. that. Don't put that on Twitter. <laughs> That's not going to fit. That's going to be a lot of tweets. So put many that tweets. in an email. Send it to Brandon. Let him know. Uh, don't. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> find us on iTunes and Stitcher and all the other places where you can find us. Uh, and review our episodes. Tell us what you think about us. Tell us what you want to hear. Give us five stars. It helps people find our podcast, which is great because we want them to listen, and then it'll have more people for you to talk to about our podcast. That's true. This podcast is made with the support. Is Am I doing the right thing or yeah, am I yeah, skipping yeah. ahead? No, that's right. Uh, this podcast is made with the support of our amazing Patreon backers. Yeah. Uh, we never thought we'd be at a point that this podcast would be paying for itself and that we'd be able to start launching into big, crazy projects like maybe games that require a deck of cards. Yeah, crazy. Uh, um, and so those, so just a real quick thanks to all the people who support us on Patreon. Yeah. People like Mike Fielding, Rob Harvey, Corwin L- J. Leary, Zoe Rich, Izzy Sanders, DeFool Dude, Rael Rome, Declan Chadbourne, uh, Ryan Tunkel, Savannah Silverman, Ankusome. Clay, Terminally Nerdy, Nora Blake, Chris Newton, Michael Bowman, Alice Tobin, Chad Owen, Blake Ryan, Anthony Nomarosa, Troy Pitchelman, The It You Crew, Shuffle Quest, Catechism, Panic Productions, Benj, Jimmy Rogers, Richard Kritzlandry, Riverhouse Games, Randy Lubin, Robert Kosick, and the center of the tabletop gaming universe, Rob Abrazado. That list is so intense because like, literally every single name you say on it, I get just a swell of joy in my heart because every single person that is on that list is also someone who is in contact with us on a regular basis. Um, I'm 
James, wow, it's weird how you're becoming like a little teary-eyed on this momentous occasion. <laughs> you always get so emotional. Yeah. God, could you so, just keep it together? <laughs> so if you want to join this list of people and uh, supporting us in doing this podcast and all of our other podcasts, check us out at patreon.com slash stop, hack, and roll. It is the the best way to get Brandon like a little teary-eyed and emotional, apparently. Um However, another way to make Brandon teary-eyed and emotional is to join our Discord and get involved with a lot of the game design we have going on there. There is so much stuff happening on this Discord all the time. There's like this amazing long-term masks campaign. There's uh, just discussion of every game. Every game you're excited about has been (laughs) discussed, and games that you don't know that you're excited about are being discussed. Uh, it's a, it's a great way to just kind of keep up with what's going on and to really also kind of pick our brains when we say stuff and we're like, oh, this is the way to do this move. And then you can question us and like really hit us with stuff. Um, I've lately been just throwing up tons of weird masks. I've been lately just throwing up lots of weird masks, custom moves. So it's up there as well. And you can find that at, uh, tinyurl slash shr discord or discord.stophackandroll.com. So yeah, join our Discord. Talk to us. Get in touch. But remember, the guys we're after are professional runners. They like speed and are guaranteed to go down in the hardest possible way. So make sure you've got your thunderwear on. We find them. We take them as a team. We bring them back. And above all else, don't ever, ever forget to stop, hack, and roll. So a moment Are we gonna... of asthma as I undo that. This is really secure. I should be talking in a quiet asthma voice. Yeah. This this is really secure. This is a very oh my god. I know that it's really secure. I probably I just should have done this before we started recording. That would be a more that would be a more satisfying sound if this was a champagne glass. Yeah. <laughs> and not a red solo cup. <laughs> Don't you judge me. We classy.